Hey guys, Abel here back with another video. And in today's video, I want to talk about how long does it take for you to achieve your genetic potential in terms of muscularity. And with that, I want to provide a bit of a clarification for the last video that I did, which was on the topic of realistic physiques that you can achieve naturally within about three, four years of heart training. So the last video that I did caused a bit of an upheaval in the comment section. A lot of people were disagreeing with the whole gist of the video and I want to address these comments for the most part. So there are a couple of things that I want to point out about that video. The first thing is, is that the title of the video is, I wouldn't say it's clickbait, but I would say that it's a bit oversimplified. And that simply comes from the nature of YouTube. There is only so many characters that you can put into the title. So really the ideal title for that video would have been something like, realistic physiques that you can get close to within three to four years of heart training if you do most things right, but your mileage may vary, of course something like that. But obviously that will not work out for a YouTube video title. Now, the second thing I want to point out, and this is because a lot of people were saying that the physiques that I displayed are not realistic for most people and that I'm being delusional and that I'm way overestimating just how big a natural trainee can get to with average genetics, is that you know, a couple of weeks ago, I put out a video on the topic of steroids and who is natural and who isn't and how this 25 fat-free mass index as the upper limit of natural muscularity is way oversimplified and that in good part, I disagree with this whole notion. A lot of people were calling bullshit on that and they were accusing me of exempting fake naturals from telling lies to people and stuff like that. Note that in this video that I put out, all of the physiques that I displayed were between a fat-free mass index of 22 to 24, and probably most of them were around 23 or under. So just keep that in mind. The third thing that I want to point out here, and this is something that I emphasized in the video itself, is that even if you get to the muscle mass level of the people that I displayed in that video and you get as lean as those people, even then you're not going to look exactly like them. Because I got some comments which said, yeah, so you're saying that you can look like Brad Pitt and like, sure, if you have the symmetry that he has, or are you really saying that I can look like Ronaldo? Like, come on, bro. Again, it's just about the leanness and muscle mass that these people have. And I do think that you can achieve that within three to four years of pretty good training and eating. You will obviously still not look like those people because everybody has their individual genetics in terms of muscle insertions and bone structure. So yes, you will never look like Ronaldo or Brad Pitt or Mario Tomic. And guess what? Nobody is gonna look exactly like you do. So guess what? You, David, who are watching this, your best friend can put in exactly as much work as you did and he can get to the same muscle mass level and body fat percentage as where you're at, but he will never look exactly like you are because you are David with your individual genetics and the people that I displayed in, the, in that video are also possessing their own individual genetics. Now, thing number four, and this is the main topic of today's video, is how long does it really take to get that level of muscle mass such as the ones that I displayed in that video? Because I got comments which were saying things like, how can you say that you, someone can get to this level of muscle mass and physique development in three years as some person who has been training for 10 to 15 years? And so to answer this question, really, I'm going to put up a graph here, which I stole from a fellow YouTuber called Valentin. He is a Hungarian YouTuber. So if you speak Hungarian, I highly recommend that you check out his channel. It is really, really good. And this graph is going to illustrate the game of diminishing returns when it comes to muscle building. So on the X axis, you can see effort. And on the Y axis, you can see results. If you're putting in zero effort into something, you're going to get zero results. That goes without saying. Now, as you're putting in your first unit of effort, that is when you're going to get the biggest amount of results relative to the amount of effort that you're putting in. So for example, when you're putting in one unit of effort, you may get 
three units of results. As you're putting in two units of effort, you may get five units of results in return on aggregate. So you can see that the second unit of effort that you put in provided less units of results in return compared to the first one, because the first unit of effort provided three units of results, whereas the second one provided only two units of results in return. And as you're putting in three units of effort, you may only get six units of results in return on aggregate. So you can see that each additional unit of effort that you put in is providing less and less units of results in return. The aggregate amount of results that you're getting is always increasing more and more, probably indefinitely actually, but the individual units of results that you're getting are getting less and less. So when you're asking how long does it take for me to reach my genetic potential, the real question you want to ask is actually how long does it take for me to get to the point where the diminishing returns are really, really severe? So when each additional unit of effort is only providing marginal results in return. And the answer to that probably is after about three to four years of pretty good training. I mean, if you just think about it, in your first year of training, you might be putting on 20 pounds of muscle. In your second year of training, you might be putting on 10 pounds of muscle, which is significantly less than 20, but still, I mean, 10 pounds of muscle, I mean, give it to me, right? In your third year of training, you might be putting on five pounds of muscle. It's significantly less than 20 and significantly less than even 10, but still, I mean, five pounds of additional muscle, I mean, that is quite something. After that, it might be one to two pounds of muscle. Eh, you know, it's still good to work for. After that, you know, half a pound to a pound of muscle per year. You know, if you're passionate about a fitness, you're still going to work for it but it's not going to radically transform your physique, obviously. So what this means is that after the first three to four years, you're going to have the foundation of your physique. You know, that's when you will have built up your chest, arms, shoulders, back, quads, hamstrings. You know, those are the building blocks that are going to provide the foundation of a really good physique. After that point, you're not going to add significant amounts of mass to these body parts, but you may be working on the details. So for example, in my case, I mentioned in the previous video that my arms are 38 centimeters. This arm right here, that's 38 centimeters. And you can see why. I mean, the muscle belly is not too long. I have a small wrist, not an overly big frame size. So, you know, 38 centimeters. I mean, what can I say to that? And so, you know, in the next couple of years, maybe I will be able to bring them up to 40 centimeters, you know, 16 inches or so. I'm not sure that I can do it, but maybe I can. If or when that happens, I will be super ecstatic about it and I will probably make an Instagram post about it and I will get a lot of likes, but with the naked eye, it's not going to be visible. It's not going to transform the way my physique looks. Every once in a while, I may get a comment like, dude, did your arms just grow? And then I will be like, yeah, thanks. But it's not going to transform my physique. And so this really answers the question of how can I claim that you can look after three years as someone who trained for 15 years? Well, someone who has been training pretty well for 15 years has been in this spot, which I just described, for the last 10 years. Jeff Cavalier, for example, at this point is somewhere here on this graph that I displayed before. And he has probably been there for the past decade. And sure enough, I actually looked up a video which he uploaded in the very beginning of his YouTube career, which was nine years ago or so. And he already pretty much looked like he does now. And I would bet that even 10 years before that, his physique was still pretty similar. Dr. Doug McGuff, whom I had on the podcast before, and I really like him. Obviously, I disagree with certain things that he's saying about optimal training and recovery, but he, but he said something that I really like, and that was after a certain point in the game, the overall game plan really looks like a lot of hard work, nothing, a lot of hard work again, nothing, even more hard work, nothing, even more and more and more hard work, and eventually 
something bulges on your body and you get some additional muscle growth as opposed to hard work results hard work results hard work results as it is in the beginning of your training journey now the last thing i want to clarify is what do i really mean by optimal training because that's what i said that you can get to this level of muscularity with optimal training but what does that really mean and i do not mean perfect training because that could be a cop-out right because you could be coming to me and telling me that well i've been training with 10 plus sets per week per muscle group and i've been eating a high protein diet and eating in a caloric surplus for the most part and i've been sleeping eight plus hours per night and i've been using progressive overload in the gym and i still got nowhere and then i could come back and say that well but it's still not optimal right so it could be a cop-out and really i do not mean perfect training I mean good enough. So something like I described in the beginning, enough volume, but not crazy amounts of volume, pretty good eating, not perfect eating all the time, but pretty consistent, pretty good nutrition and recovery. And with that, I do think that you should be able to get to this level of muscularity. However, it is important to point out that in practice, it almost never happens because inevitably everybody will have things that is delaying their progress. I mean, to use myself as an example, in the first one or two years of my lifting career, I've been just using overly minimalistic training approaches. I was needlessly conservative. After that, I was doing just wonky things with my nutrition. I mean, I was capping my protein intake intentionally at 80 grams of protein per day to induce autophagy. I was doing 18-hour fasts and just a lot of weird things. After that, I was program hopping a lot. I had an injury, which basically took away a year of good training from me. I also developed some eating disorders, which ended up with me binging and then cutting for a long time and just greatly slowed down my rate of progression because a lot of time spent in a deficit. And, you know, that's a uniquely unfortunate case, but almost everybody will have something like this, which will make them progress slower than they could. You know, I see a lot of guys getting into fitness day to day who are newbies or novices getting into fitness, starting with their training journey. And then I can see that they are starting out with a serious cutting phase, whereas they are already pretty lean, but they want to get shredded and they want to have an awesome six pack. You know, I can look at a guy like that and pretty much instantly tell that this guy is not going to get to his goal physique as fast as he could because he's just wasting time in the beginning. And that is pretty much inevitable for better or for worse. That is just part of the process. We want to experiment with things in the beginning. We are impulsive and we don't really keep the long-term progress in mind. And we are just getting carried away with shiny toys that are attractive in the moment. And these are the things that are going to slow down our progress. And that is, I guess, a more ideal scenario. And because then I didn't even factor things into the picture, such as injuries or, you know, things like that. So guys, I hope that provided some additional context to the previous video. I do stand by what I said, but hopefully with this additional context that I provided in this video in mind, you will have a better understanding of what I actually said in that video. So I hope you found this informative and you enjoyed this. Let me know what you thought and drop a like if you liked it or a dislike if you disliked it and subscribe to the channel for more content like this. An announcement actually in the next like 10 days or so, I may be less frequent on YouTube because I will be traveling and I will just not be able to do as many videos as I should be, but I will get back to my every other day-ish uploading frequency really soon. So uh, just want to throw that out there as an announcement. And uh, yeah, with that, see you next time.